Semantic satiation is a psychological phenomenon in which repetition causes a word or phrase to temporarily lose meaning to the listener, who then perceives the speech as repeated meaningless sounds. Uh, this was the search result from when I googled meaningless speech. Uh, I did that because this episode is uh, about movies with no plot. And they, they really fucking left me out on the limb here trying to trying to figure something out for this. I so, thought we were doing cats this week. Yeah, I so thought we were doing cats this week. What happened, what happened to, that, to that, Tyler? Did someone get angry? Did someone have a problem with my cat thing? When's National Cats Day, Chris? I celebrate the Canadian holiday because I believe that it's more authentic that way. Uh-huh. Um, in Even which case, then, we're uh, a week late. Well, well, you we know, knew we, that. We, we had to, we had to, yeah, we had to schedule around our previous our previous films and all that. Suicide Squad came out first, you know. I'm just um, saying. that was important. So we had we had to schedule around Suicide Squad. If Apparently, you really cared about I did. I, I I fought. I fought for the cats. I fought for those cats. I fought for them. Phase on. Tyler was like Suicide Squad. It's more important, you know. I love James Gunn or something. Um, yeah, I don't and, think those are my words, but all and right. that's 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 why we're not doing cats anymore. Ladies and gentlemen. Well, no, 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 no. We, we we moved it because uh, American. Uh, National oh, Cat yeah. Day. Very American central centric education. You got there, Tyler. Very American. Where do we live, Chris? And <laughs> <laughs> what country are you a citizen of? And and so what? Where do we live? Not for much longer. Yeah. <laughs> uh. That's you. That's a yeah, me. That's, that, that's yeah. you. That, 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 that's why I was. I was. I, I was just getting the feel. Of, I, I just I'm sip not, your tea. You're not even moving to Canada. Wait a minute. <laughs> Either way, yes. It turns out that American National Cats Day does fall on um, October 29th. Yeah. Yep. So instead, we're going to be doing that episode uh, at the beginning of November, which is Tyler's birthday week. Um, so I'm taking the bullet. Yeah, I, I and I'm okay with that because I already saw a Cat in the Hat and I don't have to watch that again. I am so excited for it because I I'm gonna just we scheduled his cats. It was my birthday week, and then yeah, Chris <laughs> just said fuck both our birthdays. The reschedule was Tyler's birthday week. Listen, you know somebody has to make sacrifices here, and uh, I mean and I somehow it's not it. you. Somehow it's not me. That's what I get for being born uh, later in the year. It becomes not my problem. Instead, I get to make just an excessive amount Instead, of pussy jokes during time. We get birthday. to watch movies about nothing. Movies about absolutely nothing. Which was Faison's pick because uh, he thought you would hate this, Chris. Yeah, uh, that's what they said in the chat. They actively chose this week to try and make me suffer. Little did they know. Well, granted, you also said that you were going to like it when, before you started this. Did I, I said I was going to like it? Not going to like it. Yeah, I figured I wouldn't like it. Um, little did they know I was lying, as I do. No, but these um, were actually like kind of good movies they are that, good movies yeah it, it turns out I, I i like one of them and, and i'd I'm say okay one of them doesn't them. isn't really about nothing the so when i'd say two say, of them aren't about nothing when we say a movie about nothing or movie with no plot like there's obviously plots to all these movies the thing is it's just that not much actually happens like, yeah, sure. And like Days of Confused, you go through a whole kid's day. But at the same time, you're not there's not like, oh, this scene is like a bunch of action happens or in, or in uh, uh, Lost in Translation. Oh, this amazing argument happens. It's like it's not much actually going on, especially in fucking clerks, clerks. But even I, then, clerks, has I would, I would. clerks has stuff going on. But at the same time, it's just two guys hanging out a store and then we have random events happen. I would argue that Days and Confused honestly has the least. But yeah, I mean, we'll, dude, yeah. Dude, let's I guess let's, let's yeah, let, I was going to say, let's get into them one at a time. All right. Our, our first movie is 
dazed and confused. If you could really, oh tell. my god, how, how did that happen? How did the brand? <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull on. to Chris today and read off Google. <laughs> this coming of age film follows the mayhem of wow, grammar mistake of a group of rowdy teenagers in Austin, Texas, <laughs> celebrating the last day of high school in 1976. The graduating class heads for a popular pool hall and joins an impromptu keg party. However, star football player Randall Pink Floyd has promised to focus <laughs> on... I'm not letting you walk past that with no... Randall Pink Floyd? That was his name? Yeah. They call him Pink the entire movie, and then his last name is Floyd. You didn't I notice that? Hate it. No, I, I didn't. I fucking hate it here. <laughs> The whole movie, the whole thing with the movie is a a great soundtrack and a bunch of like old uh, 70s rock bands. And you didn't notice Pink Floyd. I noticed the soundtrack. Anyways, (laughs) moving on (laughs) from the fact that Chris is a little slow. How? (laughs) He's promised (laughs) to focus on the championship game and abstain from partying. Meanwhile, the incoming freshmen try to avoid being hazed by the seniors, most notably the sadistic bully. Fred O'Bannon, played uh, yes. by Ben Affleck. Yeah. God. Um, that's it. That's the whole movie. Um, any other thoughts or are we good to move on? <laughs> I like yeah, there's it. not much. I uh, like it. This movie, I said, because me and Tyler watched it together with, with Tati. 30, 30 seconds ago. Not 30 seconds ago, yeah. Uh, this movie feels like a spiritual successor to Animal House. Not in characters or anything like that, but in that it is the, hey, you viewer, don't you remember how wild your your party year was back when you were in college or in high school in the 60s or 70s, you know? Yeah. So like to me this this gives off the same energy of Animal House. It's a less so problematic the... Animal House. Oh, not, no. I it's not know. as problematic. There's still it's parts still... in it that are, but it's yeah. not as. I said okay. less. Yeah, that's fair. That that's actually a good point. Animal House is just extremely problematic. I would say it's a less yeah, I'd agree with that. That's a less problematic Animal House. It's also just like I, I kind of view them both under the same lens of like, okay, like I I I I, bo- I find both movies to be like mm, eh, a little bit funny. You got a couple jokes here and there. This one had like maybe three laughs. I got I got from me, I'd say. Which, I don't remember them. Which isn't nice. a great sign, but I. Is <laughs> <laughs> on you got any? No. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I, I had the same thought process as Chris. That's why yeah. I laughed at it. I don't it, remember it, it. I don't remember them, but it gave me three laughs. You know, like even in Animal House, I can kind of remember the like, you know, the final sequence and like a little bit softer now is like moments I really liked. Whereas horse. here and the horse, horse is fucking horse fucking kills me every goddamn time. Holy shit. Whereas here, I'm trying to think about like what jokes I chuckled at. And I'm actually I just finished this movie. I genuinely am struggling. Tyler, what made you laugh? I don't think anything in the movie made me laugh like Animal okay. House did. No, no, like Animal House did. You didn't let <laughs> like me finish the sentence. Tyler. I was going to say that this was a, this is a glowing but, I, I don't know. It's definitely not. I didn't like, yeah, there's no like moment where I'm dying of laughter, but it's very, it's a very easygoing movie. You're just hanging out with these ensemble cast. It's not really a main cast. Oh, wait, fuck. Guys, what? welcome to 321 Big. <laughs> I'm your host, Chris Ramirez. <laughs> Why'd you have to do that? We could have just went on, went on without with my co-host, Faison Dalal. Hello. And my other co-host, a man who sucked 36 dicks in a row, Tyler Zucker. Come on, man. <laughs> no, is that the only, that's the only that's reason. That's the only reason. I, I would much rather have been the dead body. Oh my God. 
I completely fucking forgot to do the intro because we were talking about cats. I love how hey. the only reason why you brought it up was because you wanted to insult Tyler. <laughs> you <laughs> gotta, dick. Gotta take your wins where you can get them. <laughs> you dick. I'm sorry. Continue talking about hanging out with the boys. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's a nice movie to just throw on. Uh, I see why people like really love it. You just watch it at any point. You don't really need to watch it from the beginning. The beginning is like the most boring part. Once, <laughs> once the fucking bullies start being the shit out of people, it's like, all right, this is like more interesting now than kids just hanging out at school. I, I, yeah, I agree with that. Like, it's, it's probably at its worst in the beginning. I think that overall, like, I don't, it's just, it's just like, it just screams like Animal House to me, you know? Yeah. Like, I, and I, 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 I react I think... very, I react very neutrally to Animal House and I reacted very neutrally to this movie. Like, I'll probably never watch it. If it was on TV, I'd probably try and find something else that I'm a little more interested in. But if someone like sat me down and was like, hey, we're going to watch this movie, I wouldn't like be like, oh, God, really? You know, I wouldn't fight against it. But I'm never gonna like actively watch this film again. See, you are comparing this to Animal House. I think if we're talking about movies of no plot, I think Animal House has less of a plot than this. No, because they're trying to like save their position in the. That in happens the... like halfway through the movie. That's half a plot. Well, this the plot is the kids' day. That's not a. I don't. I don't really know if that's, that's even a really plot. A plot that's like. That's not really a plot. That's um. That's like a. Well, lens. granted. Okay. Okay. Granted. Yeah. You don't follow the one kid throughout the day. You follow multiple. But still, it's just a day in the town of Austin, Texas. It's Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Day in the town of a place in Texas. Which, I. I mean, again, I don't really have a problem with the fact that this movie has no plot. Ironically, the fact that these movies don't have like a distinguished plot between them, uh, was not a problem for me at all this week. Despite thinking that I thought that it would be. Uh, I just think that there's nothing this movie excels at. Yeah. The I mean, music's yeah. really good. I love the music. Yeah, I mean, you get this, the great music. Yeah. Music's fucking fantastic. It's like got to be one of my favorite movie soundtracks since the original Suicide Squad. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, this movie needed more fortunate son. And um, maybe some Bohemian Rhapsody to really even it all out. I really hate you. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, it doesn't really excel. You know, like Ben Affleck is fun to hate. Yep. He desperately needs to go to therapy, and he also 100% brought that paddle back to J-Lo when he was it done broke. filming. It broke. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure, Tom. Allegedly. Sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. Um, all the other kids, I, I, there's, I remember Stoner Dude. I don't know what the fuck happened to Philosopher Guy that he suddenly fucking tried to deck that dude, but he did not think that shit through. Yeah, um, no, he, he, he got decked in the face, and that was the end of his story. Yeah. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey is concerning. Yeah, I, I, so I did. I've seen like the memes with Matthew McConaughey. Right? Like, all right, all right, all right. Like, I've seen that. Everyone's seen that. I think people have seen the um, what was it? I think there's like a line where it'd be like a lot cooler if you did or something like that when he's in the car. The first line he says, "What well, like the besides all right, all right," is um, the main kid uh, Mitch gets in the car for him and he says, "Uh, hey, you got a joint on you? Nah, man, be a lot cooler if you did." Yeah, like that. <laughs> I love all of our Matthew McConaughey impressions so goddamn much. Pretty accurate. Uh, yeah, like that. I've seen those lines, but I, I first of all, I for some reason just assumed that he was in like Dukes of Hazard or something. Never seen that movie. I don't know what that movie's about, but he looked like someone who might be there. It's about uh so the kids in the South just messing around their town. So it's it's this movie, like messing around, meaning like making a ramp and jumping the car on it, like that kind of like redneck. Oh, stuff. so like you know, like uh, throwing rolling balls at cars out their window and knocking over trash cans with baseball bats. Did they build a ramp, Chris? 
I don't know, man. I think a lot was cut from the film. You never, you never know what's in the extended. It could have been ramps there. It could have been ramps there, Tyler. Are you gonna tell me there was a? You're gonna, you're gonna say with 100 percent certainty there were no ramps in Texas during this time. Did they hit one in the movie? And I, I, I don't know what left on the edit, the, the, the editing. In the movie for. we saw, did they? We don't it? know how the sausage gets in made, Tyler. <laughs> Release the air cut. Oh God. <laughs> um, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh yeah, he's a. But I didn't. Re- I kind of just expected him to be like a cool older, per- a cool person. I thought he would be hanging out with people his own age. I didn't know he was gonna be. See, high that's school. the thing. Everyone, the majority of people who like know of this movie, or at least know that McConaughey is like was in this movie, th- know the quote. Know the I got I got right. They know the quote about uh, that's the thing about these high school girls. Uh, I get older and they all stay the same age. Yeah, I'm gonna clip that later. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I didn't say that. He <laughs> said it in the Matthew McConaughey voice, though, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. As long as you you can you can say that line anywhere legally, as long as you say it with the Matthew McConaughey voice, and maybe just away from a high school. Probably. Yeah, probably the best best two things to keep in mind for that. Yeah, but like people know those lines, they don't realize that in the context of the movie, he's not supposed to be the cool guy. He's buying beers for high schoolers. He's still hanging out with these high schoolers and asking about how the new batch of freshmen, are com- uh, freshman girls are coming in. He's the creep, which other people in the movie do point out. Yeah. But even the girls are like, oh, no, he's cute. It's like, no, 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 no. He's a predator. Yeah. he's a, Yeah. I mean, the movie takes no real stance on it because the movie takes no real stance. Yeah. It just shows this, like, I, what apparently is the 70s high school experience. Um. Sure as fuck wasn't anything like my high school. Was it anything? I mean, we went to the same nope. high school. Yeah, no? Okay. What, what do you mean? You didn't have those uh, summers running around town while... Uh, Beating up middle schoolers? Yeah, you didn't do that? You guys nope. didn't do that? No. Nope. There, there nope. was no bullying. There was like... There was no Freshman bullying. Friday. We had a freshman Friday. That, that wasn't bullying. No, Come no, on, that, that was a thing if you were in we sports. Boo- we booed at them in the fucking auditorium. That was it when the with the fucking what was that right. thing? We had that out of we'd all pep go rally. into like the, yeah, and we go to the fucking pep rally and the freshmen wouldn't expect it, so everyone booed at them. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying like freshman Friday was a thing if you were in sports for the most part. The oh, freshman wow. look in at sports. the super athletic Tyler over here. I played look soccer at, one year. Look at big sportman Tyler over here. Wow. Speaking of sports, uh Chris, you know how my uh your what you call my gambling edition? Yes. I just won three hundred thirty dollars. So. Tyler, I've been telling you to let me in on this, and all I'm seeing you sending me are movie <laughs> tweets. I don't see any gambling information being tossed my way. You can't do it if you're moving away. <laughs> yes, I can. Who's gonna stop me? It's not legal in the UK. It's not legal in the UK. Wait, really? Yeah. That's fucking stupid. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's not legal, but like, you can't use these sports apps in the fucking UK. Okay, wait, that doesn't make any sense. What if I'm a tourist, right, who loves his gambling, and I'm on the UK for business or vacation or something? Am I not allowed to use my fucking phone and my account and my US debit card? Just because I'm on, I'm on fucking I'm soil? Some, I'm on the okay, Queen's okay. goddamn we'll, land? We'll just, I'll just tell you right now, there are a couple of sports betting sites that are legal in the UK. Okay, so you can do that. But Chris, I went, when I went to California, I couldn't bet because it's not legal there. Yeah, That's you can just get a stupid. VPN, though. Yeah, yeah, you, you can. You can do that. But I mean, I, yeah. like, if you if you don't do the extra mile, then yeah, it depends where you are. That's fucking stupid. Anyways, I'm like, I like Jersey. Um, yeah, I mean, again, as I was saying, this wasn't. This definitely wasn't my high school experience. It wasn't Faison's. Tyler speaks for himself. Hey, I I, I played soccer junior year. I didn't get no Fashion Friday. <laughs> um, I wonder if it really was like this in the seventies, though. 
Like, well, this- when a teacher was gladly letting kids have a makeout session in the back room, <laughs> you just, you know, it happens, happens, you know, that that scene is just so funny. The fr- the two friends come in. Hey, he's over there. Yeah, let's get him. Clearly busy. The man, Yeah, the man's like not he doesn't really want to be out during the fucking purge night over here. Why are you? <laughs> why are you two fucks really dragging him out? Yeah, the purge night is all the guys. Uh, well, it's technically the whole summer. All the guys get these giant paddles and just like spank the shit out of all the freshman kids. Very homoerotic. And on the oh, it's very the the one scene against the fence was very rapey. It's very rapey. The with the low the low angle. The low angle didn't help at all. Like just like fucking Ben Affleck's face, like just way too excited for this. What was going on on the girl side of this? Also very homoerotic. <laughs> there was like, some. There's there's a dominant. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know, like one man. side was just all right. We're gonna beat the shit out of them. The other one is like. We're going to break them like logical and like it's yeah. that, that's like that's kind worse. of like sorority. It yeah, it's like it a is. frat versus sorority. Yeah. yeah. So is that one worse? It definitely is. Because like, right? here's the thing. You can take a beating and be the be yourself afterwards. Right. Yeah. Like, because fi- the one because the one guy pink like, yeah, he's the, he's one of the seniors. He is going around like being the shadow kid of the kids. But at the same time, he's like, hey, yeah, you went through with it. Now you can hang out with us. You're cool. Yeah. It's the ha- you can get it's a, have a beer, come to the party. Right. Yeah, yeah it's hazing. And it's the physical. Other one, the other one is just like, oh, you got to do everything I say. Like, get down on the ground, air raid, whatever the fuck was going on with the flour and, and mustard. The mustard. Yeah. The thing with the pacifier. Like, that's just that whole that's, thing. Yeah. That's that's like shit. that's some U.S. Army shit. That's like yeah. break you down and build you back up. Uh, the boys will and just then, beat you physically. That's that's and okay. then you have and then you hang out with them after. This one seems like you do this and then I just leave you alone. Yeah, because like even at the party, she's like, "There's this one girl who she's like, I'm I'm gonna say air raid. I'm four, five, three. It's it's like God damn, these women are scary, dude. They're fucking cruel. The guys just hurt you. The women break you down." <laughs> sticks and stones may break my bones but no that's bullshit according to this that's bullshit yeah six and stones god um also ben affleck's character 100 becomes a cop there's no way in how his character 110 becomes a cop he beats his wife and his two young children are deeply scarred from the experience yep. uh yeah it, also uh everyone here has committed a hate crime at least once there's no doubt in my mind. They have one black guy. They have one black guy, and he's their alibi. Uh, they couldn't be at the clan meeting, officer. They have a black friend, so yeah. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that line was said more than exactly. once. Exactly. Uh, by us, uh, not anybody in the movie. <laughs> yeah, let, let that distinction be made by us. I do want to. I want to let the audience know we have exactly four lines in our notes for this film. Uh, <laughs> There have been times where we have had entire pages worth of nines for certain films. Again, the category is movies about with no plot. So it's like we're kind of looking for something to talk about. But at the same time, this didn't give it much. I enjoyed the movie, though. I I have a very neutral reaction, a purely kind of like dead centered, you know, middle of the of the ranking type of thing. I'm not negative towards the film. But I'm also not positive towards yeah, it. I agree with that. Yeah, I think that's where I feel. Um, do you guys have any other thoughts on it, though? You know, probably not. <laughs> well, with I that, feel like we talked about the whole movie. I yeah, I, I agree. I don't think that there is a huge amount else, honestly, to speak about. 
not really. It's an ensemble cast, so you're not really following one person. You just have the whole day of them, and that's really it. Yeah, I think that's it. And I guess it, it, with this case in mind, or with this in mind, uh, let's go to commercial. I am Wes, modern mythology enthusiast and defender of the realm of toy collecting. This is Andy, my fearless friend. Fabulous secrets were revealed to me the day I powered up my dynamic mic and said, Welcome to Fandom Power! Andy became the mighty producer Andrew Daw, and I became host Wes, the newest pop culture podcaster on the interwebs. Only two others shared this secret, friend of the show and regular co-host Hank McLaughlin, and my lovely wife Kimberly. Together we explore the realms of fandom and bring it to you as only we can. Fandom Power is available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Fandom Power is a Sawcast production. Ellen, darling, goodbye for us both. Albert said that the total has saved him. We are all praying for air to, for, for air to support us, but it is getting so bad without the air. Oh, God, for one more breath. Ellen, remember me for as long as you live. Goodbye, darling. Uh, this was the letter that was found uh, in a trapped coal miner's pocket from 1902. It was the first thing I saw on Reddit, and I didn't have enough time to scroll down. So Why didn't um, I thought mine was depressing from last week. <laughs> Listen, I did I, I didn't have a lot of options today. I really didn't. I it was that or it was uh uh it Chris, was just that. throw it to me. Just throw it to me. I'll oh, probably God. think of something because I already got one. Been better than that. I got one for the next one. Tyler, Chris, you should uh, go into the next movie, man. God damn you, Chris. Uh our next movie, 1994's <laughs> Clicks. Kevin Smith's first movie, The New Jersey Native. Hey, uh, is the boy Gabaragushi. I can ignore that. He's, he's walking here. Ignoring that, all of that. <laughs> it is about basically Kevin Smith's uh, time as a convenience store clerk. Um, nobody in this movie is a uh, famous actor. That, if anything, they're just famous for being in Kevin Smith movies. So it's about... The main character, Dante Hicks, having a, just working at the convenience store on his day off. He's not even supposed to be here. He's not even supposed he's to not, be here. Yeah, called him. Yep, and then he's just there at the store, and then next door is his best friend, Randall, who works at the video store, and they're both barely working and just dealing with customers all day. Customers and other two events. Yeah, customers and other, other things. Um, I actually had a lot of fun with this one. Yeah, I thought this movie was funny. This movie had me fucking dying. I came into this movie with low expectations. I thought it was going to be shit. I was real negative going in. I didn't. See, why did you think that? I don't know. I, I here's my perception of um, God. What's his name again? Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. I think he seems like a really nice guy. And I don't necessarily. Would, I don't. I've never seen any of his works, but I don't necessarily equate him being super nice to him also being a good filmmaker. Hearing that he kind of, he kind of came like did these very like pocket-made films. I guess I'll call them. You know, like they're not professional by any means. It was kind of just like low student. No, not really even a studio behind it in any means. This movie way. was made for thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, all all in all, I figured that these would be cult classics, and our experience with cult classics has not been great. So. 
I didn't think I had very low expectations for this movie going in. This is honestly our first cult classic that we all liked. Yeah. This jam is like on the board of being cult classic. I'm pretty sure at this point you just call it a classic because like I fucking hated seen. that movie. Yeah, you're the one who's insane. You're the one weird like one. I don't like that movie. I also realized what I originally was going to talk about with um my cold open. Not my cold open, my uh like intro post after the ad before I forgotten about it. I was going to talk about how did you guys know that Kevin Smith named his daughter daughter Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn Smith? Yes. His daughter's name. Wow. Is actually Harley Quinn Smith, which is That kind of sucks. It's it's a choice, isn't it? It's it's a choice. Wait, wait. So is it like the middle name is Quinn or the is middle name is Quinn? Name? Middle name is okay. Quinn. That's not too bad then. That's not too bad. Yeah, she's you know, everyone will call her Harley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Harley. Um, yeah. I and thought it was like her. The first name was like Harley Quinn. No, that he didn't no, do no, that. no, no. That'd be terrible. No, and also yeah, his comic book shop is in Red Bank. If anyone wants to go there, I work there occasionally. What's it called? The um. Jane Silent Bob's com- it's something about that. A secret okay. stash. It's called a uh, secret stash, I think. Yeah, I've worked. I man, I've I was at Red Bank like a couple weeks ago. I should have gone there. I I didn't know it was like there, but you know, you, you might see him or you might see him or the guy that uh, Randall's based off of. Really? Yeah. That's that's Randall's my favorite character in this. Randall is you. Randall is me. Randall is <laughs> yeah. without the slightest doubt in my mind. And I know I'm Dante. And he's and Tyler's Dante. He knows he's Dante. He's a little simp. Um. And I yes, I am definitely I'm definitely fucking definitely. And Phazon? Phazon Silent Bob. <laughs> Look at him. He only speaks when there's something worth saying. And that's that's incredibly that is true. <laughs> and does he also break dance when asked? I love he, that scene. He will he will break dance on demand if he gave him enough drinks. Well, when when Jay is just dancing and he points at Silent Bob and Bob's just smoking like no, no, and then he fucking breaks out amazingly. <laughs> I also sell drugs on the side. I don't know if you guys need that one. <laughs> he's also Jay and Silent Bob. He, yeah. he, he has a small he has a small business going. That's how we like to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're ever but, in Jersey, just ask for Faison. Someone will get you to him. But yeah, the movie has aged well. The first time I saw it was in well, high school. Um, no, I, like, like, there not, was a hard F no, 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 no. here. There, there was but, a yeah. lot of a lot of Fs, a lot of Rs. Aged um, well, meaning like it's still funny now. Yes, yeah. I know there's still fucking problematic pieces in it, but the funny bits. Are still the really funny, funny. The funny bits don't have the problematic parts in it, right? No, it's mostly um with Jay, I guess the, the guy with Silent Bob. I always forget his fucking name. The drug dealer is Jay, yeah. Yeah, Jay. It's always Jay who usually has the, the problematic bits. Just because he'll throw around a couple slurs here and there, you know? Yeah. Like you do. <laughs> yeah. Kind of drops a couple words here and there. But like the actual humor is just, is just fucking strong on its own. It's, it's, it's just, really good. I mean, the dialogue is just realistic. It's just two guys fucking around talking about nothing. Yeah. Um. I. I mean. The. I think the best joke. We all know it. It has to be. My girlfriend sucked thirty six dicks. In a row. <laughs> every. Every fucking time. That absolutely kills me. For Holy context. Shit. Dante is talking to his current girlfriend. Uh, Veronica. And it, Veronica. And the topic comes up to. Oh, how many girls have you slept with? He says twelve. And she says, Oh, I only slept with three. How could you? You pig so and all just, that. Yeah. And then the, the topic comes up that a customer comes in uh, that she didn't sleep with, but she did blow him. Well, she and snowballed, snowballed him. him. There and you go. Snowballed him. That's an important for those for those out here, the curious um, snowballing, as we as we all had to learn yesterday. I, I learned yesterday is um, when a girl, a girl makes you come and then you request for her to uh, regurgitate said come into your mouth after the fact. Yep. Um. That's what snowballing is. There you yeah. go. Uh, that, I, be, that, 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 this movie that, was supposed to be 
uh, was going to be graded at NC-17, which is basically... It was going to be graded that just because of the dialogue. That, that doesn't make any sense to me. Because the dialogue was so, like, vulgar. I mean, if dude, if you're going to get an N17 rating for the dialogue, you might as well go all out. You might as well just go fucking Did they not go all out, it. though? I kind of felt like they did. Well, like, I mean, okay, not with just the dialogue. Like, you go out with go all, all out with everything. Like, make the most NC-17 well, that's movie why you could Smith, possibly make. That's why Smith is like, I didn't show anything. It's like, I'm just talking to people. And they're like, yeah. you know what? Fine. All right. You, people, you got a point. The, the, the board couldn't handle how we do it in Jersey. They couldn't handle they couldn't handle the, the Jersey street conversation here. Um, I also think one of the uh, one of the other funnier funnier bits that sticks out to me is when um there's like the mom and the like the toddler at the video store <laughs> <laughs> and then and they're he, looking for a book or a, a, a uh, movie. looking for a children's cartoon yeah. yeah children's cartoon and then like he um who is Randall. it Rand- Randall picks up the phone and is like placing an order for some guy and it's just the dirtiest porno names you could think of. <laughs> The fucking worst. He keeps going down the list, and then he throws like one actual movie, and then he keeps going with porn. <laughs> and then he ends up with, "Oh, I'm sorry. What was the name of the cute puppy dog movie? <laughs> cute puppy dogs three. Uh, I think another another great bit. We're just gonna ruin all the best bits for you guys. Um, where Randall and uh, Dante are going to a funeral, and they're on the way there. By the and- way, they just discovered this funeral is happening now. They close the store yeah. to go to a funeral. It's what you gotta do. And uh, they're driving there and Dante is saying they're talking about like, what's the worst way you could possibly be like found dead. Right. And I can't remember what Dante said, but then eventually Randall's like, oh, no, I, I know the worst way you can go down the worst way you he could die. My, my cousin. He, yeah. My cousin, Walter, he uh, he dies sucking his own dick, trying to suck his own dick. <laughs> and then they got his, to the his, mom, his mom, his mom found him lips on the dick all the way down to his balls. Balls on his chin. <laughs> and then they get to the discussion of, and then <laughs> they get the discussion. It's like, what? You come on, man. Everyone's done it. Everyone's done it. Everyone's tried it. No shame in that. And then Randall finally, no, Dante finally yeah. admits it that he never reached. And then Don, Randall says, I never said I did it, you fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah. Dante's like, yeah, you know, I know I never could reach, but, uh, you know, he's like, <laughs> the look of disgust. Why are you Randall's giving them face? Italian accents? I'm going Joyzy <laughs> Joyzy accent is how we talk over here. Neither of them talk like this. Hey, Gabba Gooch, you know? Uh, <laughs> but no, the movie's really funny. God. Oh god. Uh so a big I think that I think that this movie, unlike Days of Confused, it actually does have, it, its characters do kind of have something going on to them. Dante's whole thing is he's kind of like he's stuck in this rut ever since high school. He's still like simping after his high school ex-girlfriend who cheated on him nine and a half times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's working this job as a clerk. Yeah, you know, even though like his girlfriend's going to school and she's trying to motivate him to get back into classes, but instead he's working this kind of dead end job here. He's really stuck in this rut since high school. And you know, the whole thing about the movie, and definitely towards the end, is like he cannot make. He can't bring himself to make change, right? Like he can't really bring change in his life in any meaningful way. Uh, and him and Randall have a whole speech about it towards the end. And it's, it's really good, actually. I really like the sequence. And at the end, Randall pretty much decides to take the situation into his own hands. Um, basically trying to force change onto him. Right. And I think that overall, I think that's actually pretty, a pretty interesting concept to kind of play with in a movie that uh, on its surface, you think would have absolutely nothing going on. Yeah. But it does kind of have to a little bit to say about kind of just like, 
being in that that rut you know or kind of like trying to like i think this movie is probably relatable to people who are just after high school maybe like their first years of college where it's like you don't really know what you're doing you're kind of just making it up as you go along a little bit yeah and here we got dante who's a guy who's basically just like in that rut of high school ever since and never really went anywhere with it Mm -hmm. but maybe here now he has a chance now after all this shit went down um the only reason I actually bring any of this up is because I want to talk about the fact that he has uh, a girlfriend to cheat on him, an ex-girlfriend to cheat on him nine and a half times. Caitlin. She's coming, Caitlin. She's coming back. She's changed. She's matured. She's a better woman. I'm different. She's different. Well, th- before that, he discovers that she was uh, getting married to an Asian design Asian design major. Okay, so yeah. what does that mean? Is the know. design Asian or is he, or is, he the, Asian? is he Asian? I don't know. And what is Asian design? Is it just like I, I don't per- know. ages? Like, is this like feudal Japan? Yeah, like is. <laughs> I, I'm not 100 percent sure what's going on. Or is he just an know. Asian that's a design major? Is the paper racist? It is South Jersey, so it's very possible um, that it's just a racist paper who that needs to. She's she's dating. She's getting married to an Asian person. She just needs to really enunciate that. Um, but, but yeah, yeah so that she- gets announced in the paper. Yeah, weird. People don't do that. The mom apparently wanted to put that in the paper. Right. I don't. I don't trust Kaylin. She's a gaslighter. I don't trust a gaslight but, gatekeep girl boss. I don't. But then she comes home from uh, the school she's I, in Ohio I, I, to I, I, say I, I, to Dante that hey, no, I didn't say yes. I said maybe. And then she's gonna break it up for him to be a uh, Dante. I just want to say something for the viewers. I wish you could all see Faison's pained half laughs every time I say something fucking stupid. It really, it's yeah. what keeps me going. It's like, it's like a it's silent. Like, it's kind of funny. It's, but it's like, but it's like the worst fucking thing. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's a silent laugh too, but it's just like, you just see this pained half smile on his face and it is what keeps me going. It's what keeps the, keeps, keeps the fuel running here. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. So Caitlin comes back from school, you know, from on a train or something. And he convinces her, hey, let's go on a date. And um, she she says, okay. So she comes to the, <laughs> there's one there. <laughs> there's one there. I can't, the, the accent. Like, I don't know why it's there. They don't sound anything like that. No, not at all. It's, it's just like when I give Tyler an accent. Chris, a terrible accent. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> if anything, out. they sound like me. It's how people sound in my head. Um, so, yeah, she goes there and she ends up at the uh, the convenience store waiting for him. And she decides to to go to the bathroom. And, uh, you know, before we get here, let's, let's flash forward a little bit earlier in the day. We had an old, very like Jewish. You said flash forward backwards. We had an old, very Jewish man come in. Um, he was very, uh, he needed to use the bathroom. You know, customers only. But, you know, hey, they let him go. Hey, can I get a uh, one of them girly papers with the big tits? And uh, give him a girly magazine with the big tits. And, and you know, he, he goes there. And um, honestly, you kind of forget about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the movie is cut up in a way that you just think, oh, he left. He left, right? Like, you think that, that this, this interaction is over. Yeah, because, I mean, like, there's multiple interactions in the movie where he's helping a customer and they're just, like, either annoyed with him, give him a decent compliment, or are just assholes. Yeah, one of the three. Uh, and then, you know, the girlfriend goes into the bathroom and apparently she thinks that this is, uh, this is Dante in there. And she she walks out disheveled, uh, only to find Dante and say, Dante, that was that was amazing, Dante. That was the best best I've ever had. The way you stood so perfectly still and let me do everything. The way you said nothing, 
the way you were so cold. The lights were off. God, it was the best I've ever had. The lights were off because they turn off at 514 every day for some reason. <laughs> they don't know why. And the boss won't pay for the electrician. <laughs> um, it, it's, it turns out she fucked the dead man. <laughs> and... <laughs> Like the, the, it's funnier just, than it sounds. Trust just me. Just the shock of that she fucked a dead guy is so oh. funny. Because you learn that basically she's she even says herself, "It's like, yeah, I'm easy." But the fact that she walked into a bathroom and fucked any whoever was in there, whoever I, the word I, mean, I thought she, she thought it was him. I thought she fucked a living the living guy. I didn't think he was dead. I assumed he was just still <laughs> there working it out, and she just kind of just went there. It's like, ooh, peanut, you know. Like I really thought that's how that went. Uh, no, he was dead. And that did not stop her for a second. Yeah, and the police come. She's catatonic because she fucked she a dead fucked guy. A dead guy. The funniest part about the police scene is that they're describing. It's like she's just saying, "It's like, oh yeah, uh, he came in at four. I, uh, you were here the whole time. Well, I was playing hockey then. Who was running the store? I was. You just said you were playing hockey. Yeah, I was doing both. <laughs> also, it's like who gave them the porn back? I did. The fuck kind of store are you running here? <laughs> I, I do want to ask. Stores were different back in the days, man. Back in the 90s, you they could do had, anything. Bro, they just had porn in the 7 Eleven. I'm not even we kidding. Did. Actually, though, the barbershop I used to go to as a kid, my brother would tell me that they had like porn mags. In the bathroom or just as you're getting a haircut? Just like a, in the back, kind of. Not in the, not like, you know, out for everybody, but they had them there. You could, you could request them. God, that's in the bathroom. What a different era. I, I do want to to raise a question here a question that i just thought about and i kind of hate that i thought about it but now now that i did we gotta have a quick discussion um what what signified to her to, to caitlin that the sex was done because it couldn't be she the finished. guy she i and that's that's what we're, we're, we're i'm so okay that's what we're assuming right because I, yeah. I i i don't I'm, i don't know enough about human anatomy to know if a dead man can ejaculate i would See. I would guess no. Well, that's I the, guess no. That's the beauty of the internet and incognito mode because I don't need anyone knowing about this right now. Uh, can a dead man? You are now on a list, Chris. I. You know what? What's another yes, list? Yes, you can. What? Oh boy. Oh god. Yeah, it's uh dead men. Well, dead men can have. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh god. So it's okay. It doesn't look like it's by natural like results it looks like there is a device oh, it's like there's a specific nerve that needs to be stimulated yeah and it's often apparently used in bdsm as part of elect as an electrical play um it can induce ejaculation without arousal or erection it's a little gizmo looks like a little battery box how this much is, is that this is your what <laughs> This has been your sex talk on 51 Binge. <laughs> you know, this is a, an episode about movies with no plot, so the show really doesn't have much structure. We did the intro kind of in the middle-ish. Um, yeah, now we're planned. talking about... Huh? That was all planned. All planned, yeah. It was all, it's all meant for the bit. Um, apparently, a sudden death can also just cause you to ejaculate. So I, I really hope she she gets that chance. Well, she's been he's been dead by four o'clock because it was like eight o'clock by the time she did it. He doesn't seemen live for about 12 hours after. Are you going to look this up, too? Yes. Yes, I will. I I hate myself, Tyler. I do so much. Hold on. Long does semen oh survive? Speaking of speaking of, of dead bodies, there's another body. scene involving a dead body. Is there? Uh, OK, no, I'm sorry. Only about half an hour. 
when they go to the funeral. Oh, God, yeah, that. So, yeah, after the conversation in the car about uh, blowing yourself, they eventually do go to the funeral. And you don't see inside. Because funny enough, if they did go inside, this scene would have cost way more. So, to say, again, the movie was cost on $30,000. Yeah, dirt cheap. Kevin, Kevin Smith sold all his comics. Uh, the money from a car he broke, the insurance from a car that broke down and some other stuff that he sold. He put all that towards the movie and it paid off because the movie got back like four million or five million or something. Yeah, definitely a great investment there. Yeah. So anyway, if they did the scene, the scene involves uh, Randall and Dante going to the funeral and uh, <laughs> and Randall knocks over the casket and the body comes out. God. And, but except we don't see it. We just they just walk in. Screen says five minutes later and they're being chased out because they desecrated a funeral. I think that was one of the scenes that really cemented me as Randall. Because God, that is something yeah, I'm old. That I would sounds do. like something. I'm so f- here's the thing, guys. I'm really clumsy for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of just I managed to bump into things that aren't even there. Uh, I, I choke on air. Uh, I, I I really am just a menace to myself and anyone in a small enough radius to me. Uh, anytime I've I, any if I spend more than a few hours hanging out with Tati, I end up hurting her at some point. Uh, I will step on okay. feet. There's so much abuse <laughs> in this relationship. No, so wait, wait, okay, wait. I realize how that sounds. Let's I need a quick defense. Like, unintentionally, <laughs> unintentionally. Hey, officers, you see this clip right here? <laughs> oh, God, no, not again. Yeah. Please, yeah, <laughs> double jeopardy. Fell down the stairs. <laughs> she walked into a door, I swear. <laughs> Repeatedly. Oh, God. Um... No, I'm I'm the type of person who 100% would knock open a corpse at a at a at a funeral. So I always yeah. try and stay a decent distance away just to be safe. From funerals or the body? Uh, from the body. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of funerals, but definitely not a fan of the bodies. <laughs> no, you just like hang out. People try to stay away from funerals. <laughs> yeah, I think that actively. Yeah, most most people aren't like, oh, you guys got a funeral? Can I come? No, Chris loves the funerals, but stays away from the body. <laughs> he stays in the right, back. I stay in the back, just kind of like there watching, keeping an eye on everything. He's the sea fella, you know. You need more people. Make yeah, look yeah. Like a better funeral. <laughs> people actually hire me to come in. Pay me like five bucks an hour. You know, it's dirt cheap, but it's on a Saturday. So what else am I doing? Anywho. Anyway, Anywho. yeah, that scene happens. <laughs> it is funny just seeing them run out. And yeah. again, yeah, I know I'm dotty because I would just be looking at Chris like, why would you do these things? Why are you doing this? <laughs> why do you make my? Why did you sell cigarettes to a four year old? Oh god. Why do, you, why do you keep leaving your store and coming over here? Oh, why did you and, spit on that man? One of the funniest lines, like besides the inner row line and besides the other 20 funniest lines of the movie we said was right after the scene where Veronica runs out of the store because Dante is yelling at her for sucking 37, 36 other guys off. Yeah, 30, he, 37 total. Yeah, he yells, try not to suck any dick on your way to the parking lot. And there's this guy <laughs> sitting there and he just immediately walks to Veronica. And he's like, wait, you know, get back here. You're not doing this. <laughs> Going to be 38 if he's not careful. Uh, I do want to say that Dante is just such a shitter um, throughout the whole movie, which is the point. The point is that he's such a shitter, right? He's obsessed with this ex who cheated on him eight and a half times. The half time because she one time she once she was having sex with him in a dark room, but she thought she was having sex with somebody else. Some guy named Brad. Um, And he's just completely hung up on her. Meanwhile, Veronica is just bringing this fucking dumb asshole to Zanya. Yeah, Silent Bob at the end, who's played by Kevin Smith, has that great line of um, uh, not every girl is going to bring you lasagna at work. Half of them yeah. just shit on you. Yeah, yeah. There's a, lot of, a lot of beautiful girls out there. Something like that. Yeah, that's what it is. And I think it's a great line, actually, because it's the first one that he says in the whole movie. 
Yeah, he's Silent and Bob. He's Silent Bob. And it's fucking, it's absolutely fantastic. I love that sequence as a whole. Um, I also just love the fight between Dante and Randall. Just because it's, it's just so sluggish. <laughs> the two guys, you don't really want to hurt each other, but they're like kind of mad. I, well, Dante is just fucking pissed because he, he was going to fix things with Veronica. And then Dante just says, oh, yeah, he's going to go back to uh, Caitlin. Yeah, Dante. Dante. I blame. I think. Listen. I think that Randall still did the right thing there. I agree. Um, I think that it's on Dante for being so fucking useless as a person, and to think he shouldn't have even been there. Yeah, he got yeah. called in because his boss said, "Oh, his, I'm going to be a little late. Uh, just stay till 12. And then later in the film, you realize, the "Oh, he went to fucking Vermont." <laughs> the boss fucking fled the country. Fled yeah, the Vermont, Chris. Shut up, Tyler. Yeah, Vermont's basically a different country, right? Yeah, sure. thank you, Faison. Who's thank actually you. ever been there? I've never been to Vermont. Honestly, I don't think it's real. <laughs> That's my conspiracy theory. I don't think Vermont's real. I think that the lizard men just tell us it is. Sure. Um, what are some other really good bits in this one? I think we got the best ones, but I feel like there are more. Uh, there's oh, the... the fucking the guy in the beginning who keeps a cancer a cancer ridden lung in his pocket, and it's he, and just like <laughs> he's like, do you? This man is a merchant of death. Buy yeah, have out. this gum instead. Have this gum instead. Don't buy these cigarettes. These cigarettes are poison. They're poison. They're gonna kill you. Why are you paying to go to your deaths? What are you doing? What's wrong with all of you? Um, he's doing this because he's a representative for that gum. He's a he's a he's a gum salesman. Yeah. <laughs> Um, fucking great. I think this movie is it's so much better than I expected and it's just a lot better than I gave, would have given it credit for. Does that fucking Star Wars conversation help? The Star Wars conversation always helps, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, it, it also really narrow cleans that up because, you know, first of all, I think that they're actually wrong from the get go because they made the assumption that construction was still being underwent on the Death Star 2. However, that is actually would not be the case because the Death Star 2 had already completed construction and wanted to look so dismal in order to lure the rebels out onto the moon of Endor. That's why they uh, had the plans supposedly taken by the Bothans, as Mon Mothma says in the middle of the film. Um, I, like, I, love, I, love say, I love talking about Star Wars. It's just, it sounds fucking incoherent. Sounds I, like I, saying I do want to point out, uh, during that conversation, um, an actual, uh, like, roofer, is in the store and comes into that conversation saying, oh, yeah, those guys, like, if there were, like, work uh, workers on the second desk time, mm -hmm. it's like, they know what they're getting into. Politics always plays into the fact of taking the job. He mentions that he sent his friend off to die. Yeah. <laughs> he gave him another job. He didn't warn him. The job was for a mobster. He got caught in the middle of a hit. And he He's says, oh, yeah, he should have known that. It's like, so why did you give him the job? Is what it is. Just, it's like you should could have just not given your friend the job. Give it to somebody you hate. Yeah, but here's the thing. Now he has one less person to compete against for jobs. I mean, fail, but still a fucked up <laughs> thing to do. I'm not disagreeing with you, Tyler, but it's cold on the streets of Jersey. <laughs> it's 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 fucking blooded. Um, let's see what we got. We got hockey game is pretty fun. Hockey game was all right. I didn't find that to be too funny. It's not I, funny. I mean, it just, it's, it's just, just a fun sequence. I mean, it's comical, the, the thing with the Gatorade. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> you just, the one hockey player is just because the, the whole point is Dante was scheduled to play a game at two o'clock. And obviously, he's still at work. So he says, Hey, we're going to just play it on the roof. Come over. And one of the guys says, Hey, can I get a free Gatorade? He's like, No, because I'm going to have to give it all to everybody. And then at the back and forth, he's like, Fine, you can take it. And, and then the immediately after the game, it's like, Oh, can you get me a Gatorade? He says to Randall, He's like, 
where the fuck are they? It's like, oh, all gone, asshole. You guys took it. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a question, Tyler. I'm looking here at the notes, and I just see uh, alternate ending. What the fuck's that? Randall, the, uh, Dante dies. In the alternate ending? Yes. Wh- how? How? So the whole conversation with Star Wars comes back later because uh, Dante says that he likes Empire better because it's a darker ending. Mm. So the ending of this movie, well, Kevin Smith first said he didn't know how to end the movie, so he did this ending. The, the alternate ending was the first ending. The alternate ending being uh, after Dante is closing up and Randall leaves, somebody else comes into the store and then uh, Dante says, hey, we're closed. And then he gets shot and robbed. And then he ends up dying and bleeding out on his day off. And that Kevin Smith's like, yeah, it's supposed to be like Empire with this downer ending. Mm. Everyone said that, oh, that just makes the movie like depressing as hell and no point to it. Yeah. So then he just cut it short. He cut it short with like the you're closed, Randall leaves, and then Dante's closing up. Interesting. I definitely prefer. You could see it. You could still see. I saw that ending. You could find yeah. it on YouTube. It, it just it it ends like no music. It just ends of him shot, the money being stolen, and him bleeding out on the ground. I like so, how on YouTube it's called Clerks the Snyder Cut. Is it really? That's not the cut. That they definitely changed that. Nah, that's just what it's called for me here. I mean, I saw the outer ending years ago, so it definitely changed it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that wasn't really a thing years ago. So yeah, it looks like he's just closing up. God, he just dies out. He just gets shot and left bleeding. Yeah. That's so fucking And it's supposed depressing. to be, I don't know when in the movie they did this, but apparently Dante cut the, the surveillance cameras. I don't know when this happened in the movie, but apparently it's supposed to be that, yeah, the killer will never be found. Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of glad they didn't. Yeah, do I didn't this. need that. Yeah, pretty glad they it, didn't go for this. Because the, mo- the movie is like, it's not like lighthearted because it's like vulgar as fuck, but it's like a fun yeah, movie. it's still light. I'd say it's light enough. It's light, it's fun, but then you get this dark ending. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? I never wanted to watch this again knowing he dies. Yeah. I think that this would have been, yeah, a bit too much. Apparently, so question, there are other Clerks movies. There, are they any good? Uh, Clerks 2, I heard, is okay. Okay. Clerks 3 is coming out soon. So I have a quick question about the clerk because I've I heard something about clerks and I don't know if it's true. It's an MCU and, universe. They all connect to each other. Yes. No. Uh, it, it, is, is the devil involved in one of them? Uh, I think Jay and Silent Bob. So think, in Jay and Silent Bob, the, there are canonically angels and demons in these films. I think in Jay and Silent Bob, again, I, I will, this is the only Kevin Smith movie I've seen. Mm-hmm. So... I'm pretty sure in Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, they, well, I know in Red State, that is straight up about religion. And like okay. that whole thing's about religion in Red State's supposed to be pretty good. I don't know if it connects to the, uh, whatever this universe is called. Mm-hmm. It actually has a name. But I mean, like in regards to like Jay and Silent Bob and the Clerks universe, I think Jay and Silent Bob do something with the devil. I don't know exactly. Oh, Okay. That's strange. Yeah, because I remember hearing something about that and not really having a whole lot of context of what the fuck was going on with it, but I guess we'll get to it eventually. God, this is going to be interesting. Quick stop anytime. Yeah, I'm just I'm just like trying to I'm trying to read through the wiki and just like get an understanding of what's going on with it. But either way, I guess that is what it is. We'll get to these other movies at another point. Kind of Rosario Dawson's in the second one. Huh, did not know that. Yeah, she plays Becky Scott. 
This mean Ben Ben Affleck is in it too. Plays gawking guy. Wanda Sykes is in it. She plays wife. Great cast. Um, hey, I think Clerks is real fucking funny, real fucking good. Yeah, I agree. But I think that's ultimately all I have for it. You guys got any thoughts? No. Mm, uh, no. It's funny. It's really funny and it held up. Yeah, give it a shot. Definitely give it a shot if you if you haven't seen it. It's it's the it's the only good cult classic that we've so seen. far. Yeah, that we've seen so far at least. Um, on that note. Tyler, I'll be passing this to you when we get back from our commercial break. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we bring you the latest in film, TV, and all things pop culture related. Join us as we spill the tea on what's going on in the entertainment world with new episodes every week. A friend of mine once said that the conversation continues after the credits, so you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. And you can subscribe to us on podcast platforms around the internet. Thank you all, and you take care. And do you guys hear that what we do in the shadows already has a fourth season coming? Huh? What we do in the shadows. What we, has a what? A fourth season already renewed. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Did they come out oh, the that's season? great. That comes out September 5th. Oh, shit. that's fucking so we're, great. What so we're going to be watching so that. Good. Yeah, we're going to be watching that next month. And then it already has a fourth one after that. So that's going to be fucking fantastic. I can't wait for that. What we do in the shadows is an amazing show. Uh, I think it's got to be like one of my one of my it's favorite. Crazy, like, just I never thought it'd shows. be as good as as the movie. But it feels like it's even better. Yeah, it, it actually, I mean, because we watched the movie first and I thought we were going to be just completely disappointed by the show. I was like, there's no way it can live up to it. Um, it's so fucking good. Yeah, it's God. Was it um, Tony? 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 Uh, what is it? Is it Tony Daytona? God, what was that? What was the name of the uh, old... Jackie Daytona? Jackie Daytona. God, I love that whole fucking sequence. That show has gotten better and better with every season. Uh, I'm incredibly excited for it. But uh, I guess this leads me to uh, let us into our final movie of the night. <clears throat> Got a little bit for this one prepped up. Okay. There we go. There we go. Those, the broken faces. The broken faces of these. It's not people. broken. I know what, what you you're doing. Say? Um, hello. In this movie, uh, crusty old. Actually, I I actually mistyped it in my thing, so everything I said was 100 grammatically incorrect. <laughs> of course, it was. <laughs> Might not even be the same thing. <laughs> Might not even be remotely the same thing. Uh, hello. In this movie, a crusty old white man tries to fuck a goddamn minor. Um. And there we go. That's lost in translation. I think that about sums the movie. Uh. Directed by Sofia Cap- Coppola. Coppola. Coppola, whatever. Uh, the daughter of that guy who did... Um, Francis Ford. Yeah, yeah. The, the dude who did like The Godfather or something. Uh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> maybe you heard of him. Um, its actual plot is actually... You know the plot. Come on. I know, but I feel more comfortable reading off the, Google, the, the wiki. A lonely, aging movie star named Bob Harris and a conflicted, new, conflicted newlywed named Charlotte, meet in Tokyo 
Bob is there to film a Japanese whiskey commercial. Charlotte is accompanying her celebrity photographer husband, strangers in a foreign land. The two find escape, distraction, and understanding amidst the bright Tokyo lights after a chance meeting in the quiet loyal of the hotel bar. They form a bond that is as unlikely as it is heartfelt and meaningful. This movie opens up with a shot of Scarlett Johansson's ass. Yeah, like um, a really long shot. Like a really long, it's a forty-second shot. It's a f- Tyler count. You count. She yeah. was seventeen That's in that shot. Tyler, Tyler. Needed. she was seventeen in that. I didn't count. I officer, just noticed the timer. Officer, 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 I just noticed that, the timer. Officer, officer that officer, man officer, right wait, here. I just noticed the timer. Oh, there was a timer, and officer, I noticed it. Officer, I swear, I, I was just mouse, looking at the timer. Move the mouse, and the timer came up. Uh huh. Yeah, bumped she into the mouse. She was in this movie. She was. She was seventeen when she filmed the movie. Yeah, her character is supposed to be twenty-five. Here's the thing. Twenty, twenty, um, twenty-two. I'm sorry. How? I I looked up like this wasn't her first movie, and she was in like five other movies before this. So when did she start acting? I have no fucking idea. I truly didn't know she started acting this young because I never really like kind of. Also, yeah, I also I also looked it up. It's like, oh, she's only thirty six. It's like, really, she's only thirty six. I thought she just looked really good for forty, right? I thought she looked really good for being in her forties. I did not realize she was only thirty six. Mm. Um, apparently her first thing she was in was in late the late night with Conan O'Brien show in 1994. Um, yeah, she was. Um, this is like actually kind of late in her stuff. Yeah, I yeah. She was in, home, she was she in home Alone in three. Show, I've never seen Home Alone three, but I saw that she was in that. Yeah, I wasn't. That's her. That child. Yes, the child in Home Alone three. God, that surprises me. She'd been she's been in a fucking shit ton of stuff. She was in SpongeBob SquarePants. As who's Mindy, the mermaid girl, not mermaid. She's the yes. Hey, I, okay, King Neptune's daughter. Yeah, huh? So she's she's been she's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, from like that I never realized she was working. Like I knew who Scarlett Johansson was like years ago, but at that time you don't think, oh, she was. You, you don't think how old she is. Yeah, you really don't. Um, either way, I, I actually do think the fact that she looks she is she's really young, and I think I'd say that she looks even younger. <laughs> A lot of the time, um, she it, it makes her relationship with Bill Murray's character, Just Bill Murray being so wrong. weird. So he's he this man's like yeah. 50 years old in real life at this point. Um, well, I mean, in the mo- in the movies, he's supposed to be 52, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So like, he he looks his age. No, I'm sorry, he looks old. He looks old. In my opinion, he looks older than 52. Uh, he, he's just an old looking man. I thought he looked old in Groundhog Day and it felt weird for him to be with that other girl in Groundhog Day. I feel he looks old in here and it feels weird. He feels fucking worse. It feels yeah. goddamn weird. There are so many sequences that if you look at it, I feel without any context, it feels like it'd be like a father and a daughter mm-hmm. because the age gap is just just so fucking wide. Yeah, me and Chris talked about this before. Yeah, That does happen a lot and the scenes where they're just as friends because the movie toes the line between like oh they're just friends oh maybe it's going a bit more romantic when it's just friends they make out so yeah well that's spoiled for the ending but like (laughs) but like yeah like there's a lot of moments where like oh they are just friends nothing's gonna happen between them but then you'd like the more the movie goes on there's a little bit of like oh wait a minute she has something for him and then vice versa Mm -hmm. and then it gets weird yeah so i i think that that was truly one of the things that kind of like took me out of the movie the most but that's not the, the the point of the movie isn't like oh they're yeah, building yeah, a relationship yeah, no. together the point of the movie is like being alienated because you're in your alienation like culture shock because 
you're Americans in Tokyo and the only person you have is the other American there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're both lonely lost people and they find like solace in each other. Mm-hmm. It's just, I just kind of wish they casted two people in their 30s instead of a 50 year old man yeah. and a 17 year old girl. Um, it would have been better if it was. Well, I get that. It would have been, been less, it would have been less jarring. Like, yeah. I understand even what they were going for, but it ends up just feeling like a jarring watch that I. I- I get that, but I mean, like, you could still do the younger person and the older person with one being lost in their 20s and the other being lost in their 50s. I just feel like I feel like maybe with there's just the casting where Bill Murray looks too old and Scarlett Johansson looks too young. Could be. I think that this overall, you, I think you can do the different the age difference fine. I think it's yeah, just yeah, that, that they I look saw... they look visually so distinctly different, like just right on right. the opposite sides of the spectrum age wise that I I can't process it. My brain is just like. Yeah, I, it draws a line somewhere that I'm like, ah, I can't, I can't it's quite too do weird that. For me. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I would say that you do need someone in the 20s and the 50s because if, if you yeah. have two people in the 30s or something, it doesn't make sense. No, I, you're not, right. Yeah. I, I agree. I was wrong with that that statement. You're right. It, it should be like a quarter life crisis and a midlife crisis. It's kind of mm-hmm. how I look at yeah. it, and I think that dynamic would work. I just think the casting fucking throws me off, and I think that I think that overall. I, I, we've said this before, and I told this to Tyler, and we talked about this before on the podcast, that certain movies are going to hit different at different points in their life, right? I think that I have kind of just, just passed the point where this movie would have hit optimally. I think if I watched this movie two, three years ago, I would have connected with it more than if I watched when I watched it today. I don't know. Maybe watch it when you're 50. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I got to have to go back when I'm 50. I'm going to have to watch this. I got to watch Up. I think there was go, another I, I got to watch that. Can, that, can that, you just uh, explain why real quick? I don't exactly know. I think that like there's a sense the whole thing for for Scarlett Johansson's character at least, right? Is there's kind of a sense of directionlessness about what she's doing, right? And what she yeah. wants to do and where she wants to be. And to me that type of dynamic comes from kind of like just be I, I think for me it mostly happened just being in college and like being like what the fuck do I do when I get out of here? Like it's kind of the sense of like I did this thing, I got this degree, right? Where, where do I even go from here? And do I even give a shit enough about what I've done to continue with it? Right. Like, like she just, she, she, for her, it's a relationship for me. It would have been like, do I care enough about this field that I'm really even going to bother? Do I want to bother continuing it? I think that sense of direct directionlessness would have been more relatable. Uh, I've got, I'm now kind of at a point where it's like, "Ah, I don't really give a fuck even around care. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've come to a sense of just not giving a shit that I I don't think I'm going to, I'm not until I get my, to my midlife crisis in my forties and fifties. And I think I'm going to have to rewatch this movie just to be like, oh, that's why Bill Murray wanted to bang a 17 year old. OK, now it's all really coming together. <laughs> see, even with that angle, though, you did. Uh, you I understand what the they're going in the movie. No, you no. no yeah, I'm sorry. I, I might be. I'm being a bit harsh on it. I don't think this is a bad movie. I think this is a pretty solid movie. I don't I didn't connect to it emotionally myself, but I 100 percent appreciate what it's going for with both characters. I should I should be I should say that blatantly. I don't think it's a bad film. I think everything that it goes for is actually rather interesting. I just didn't connect to it for three, two, mainly two reasons. Those two, these two being the ones I mentioned, the casting and my own connection to it, not just being that strong. Which is fair. Yeah. I mean, like, I think that other people can watch this movie and find it to be amazing. A hundred percent. I think that I can yeah. rewatch this movie years down the line and find it to be amazing. Yes. I don't to be in a particular moment. I don't find it amazing. Like, I, I, I like it. I gave it a four. I like it good enough. This is my second time watching it. I like a lot of it. I like Bill Murray's acting. I like Scarlett's acting. The directing and the the directing and the way the directing is good. The way they make you feel as alone and alienated in Tokyo with the characters is great. And seeing Tokyo is pretty beautiful, too. Two things for that. Right. One, I don't know how I feel about Bill Murray always in every I've said this for every Bill Murray movie we watched so far as well. 
that like he exists in this weird place where I you like a lot of the times my my feeling on Bill Murray as I'm watching him his performance tends to be on the negative side. But then he has these moments that I really, really like. In this which, one channel. In general. In general. In general. So like my, my feelings on Bill Murray as a whole is always really weird. And I don't I honestly don't know how I feel about it. So that's mm. just something to mention. But did you like him in this? Eh, kind of had that though. Those feelings were very prevalent here. See, watching this again, I see more of just he's kind of playing himself, but at the same time, he's playing himself. Yeah, yeah, he's playing himself if he had a crisis. And I think he's doing that very well. It's like he still has the comedic, like, oh, it's just Bill Murray. It's like, oh, he'll say something funny. He's kind of, kind of a dick. Uh, not, not a dick. Not, not exactly an, an ass, I guess. Not, a, not exactly that. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but like carefree. Carefree. I guess well. carefree is a choice. It has the carefree, like the way he just tosses lines out and just like is having fun. It's like not he's kind of mocking the fucking uh sushi. Not sushi, the restaurant, uh, the chef. Mm-hmm. He's kind of mocking yeah. him because like he doesn't speak Japanese and he's just wondering why he's staring at them with such disdain. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's just Bill Murray, but when he gets home and he's talking to his wife and the wife doesn't hear that he's, like, like yeah. asking for help. He's not having a good time. Yeah, so, like, those moments when it's just him and you see that he's like, hey, I'm lost, somebody help me. It's like, I see the good in him and I see why he got nominated for Best Actor. Yeah, that's fair. I- I'd say that's very fair. Uh, the one thing that-, that does, I think, might not work super well for me. So, you know, this movie came out in, what, 2019? Not 2003? 2003. Okay. Yeah. Come out of 2003. Um, there's a very strong sense of, I think that especially in 2003, the culture shock from the US to Japan would have been incredibly strong. Yeah. I think that I spent too long being a fucking weeb and the culture shock, it's like, this is all shit that I've seen. I, I've seen the worst of Japanese game shows. I've seen like that type of like host who's incredibly bubbly and kind of like, the, the weird angle lens that uh, kind of like the fish almost a fish-eyed lens in the bottom yeah. that they get their head really like i've already seen all the weird shit you know i've seen the pachinko machine bars and the game arcades all that stuff i already i'm already aware of all this so i didn't i, I feel like the culture shock is not as strong today because a i think japanese culture has gotten really prevalent with like anime and and overall japanese films and tv have become more much more popular in the west than they were definitely than yeah, they definitely. fucking were in 2003 yeah i think that also just the ability to be aware of more things leads to people kind of just being like, I don't think that a pachinko bar is a particularly like unique thing for anyone to know about. But mm-hmm. I think that in 2003, I doubt any motherfucker knew what that was. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that because of the way things are now, the actual aspects of the, 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 the differences between these cultures being highlighted is not as strong as it was in 2003. Fair. I'm not holding that, that against the movie whatsoever. That, not the movie's fault for trying, not being able to predict that. Yeah, just that an interesting up, point. Yeah, that brings up a point that I've seen, uh, that I saw on the wiki because, like, when the movie first came out, there were, I don't want to say accusations, but like there were talks of, is the uh, representation of Tokyo racist or accurate? Some people on Letterbox. First of all, there was one stupid ass letterbox review that said that it was a whole thing instead of trashing the movie, saying like, "Oh, this is offensive to J- Tokyo." I'm not Japanese. It's like, there hold it is. up, you're there not. It is. So you sh- shut the fuck up. You're not the one who should be offended by it. Yeah, that's the classic right there. But then I was reading up. It's like, yeah, some people said like, "Oh, they're just making us to be like, oh, we're only there for the comedy in it. Oh, look how weird we are." But it's like, at the same time. 
the movie is presented from the American view. We don't get subtitles for what they're saying. Uh, we're not. I didn't laugh at them. I laughed at that Bill Murray's reaction to them because he's the asshole. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fair. I think that's fair. Like Bill Murray is the asshole. So a lot of the like somewhat racist stuff he does, especially with like, um, oh god, this one scene. I don't well, even no, know how to is, feel. It, is it the first scene with the the prostitute? Yeah, yep. I did. I did laugh at that at the absurdity of it. It's, and, you laugh at the absurdity, and then Bill Murray is just like because they do the thing where the the R's and the L's. Are yes, they do it. that, and she says something about she says rip my stocking. Yeah, comes out as lick, and he's just looking like like what the hell do you want me to do? <laughs> so like yes, the absurdity of that is funny. The the mispronunciation yes is is is, is, is racist. He's supposed to be a shithead. Racist. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I don't know if that makes it better, but it is a statement that you can say here that he's supposed to be a shitter. So like, yes, so I don't yeah. see like like oh yeah okay you the another comment said like oh you didn't give any of the Japanese people uh, any character. It's like that yeah you're right. They're not the main characters. You're supposed to be a fish out of water. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I listen. I I can't be any. I am no one to say whether it's wrong or right in this. Right, case. none of us here can say. None that, of us. None of us saying, are can say that. But I definitely understand the argument that you're making. Or they're like, yeah, the, like none of them are characters. None none of them are characters. None of them are characters in this film. There are two characters in this goddamn movie that have any actual weight to them whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And it's Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. And then there's his wife who's off screen. Yeah. And her shitty husband who's off screen. Like that's it. And, and Anna Faris. Yeah. Huh. Anna Faris, the singer, the oh, other. I said characters with any weight to them. No, no, no I'm, I'm just bringing her up because it's weird that I've seen her in this and another, like, uh, I guess, critically acclaimed movie. I forgot what it was, but she's known for the scary movie franchise. Yeah. So I, I saw, her, I saw in her in the house bunny. Also that, like, that they're not particularly like the funny movies, the comedy, the comedies. Yeah. So I'm seeing her also a comedy. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Also, exactly. My point is that <laughs> is Alvin in Chipmunks comedy. Yeah, to Tyler's favorite comedies, he just throws them. Sure. On. Yeah, but no, I see her and I'm like, huh? Can you can you actually act and just decide to do comedies, or do did you just do the same thing you did in this? And then it was like kind of the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I have she's in Brokeback Mountain. I think that'd be the one that's like, I I doubt she's out here fucking making jokes the whole time like this. You know what I mean? I'm making the assumption in that in that movie it's a bit more grounded. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I guess she's in here too. But like, effectively, nobody who's not directly related, because even she's like, she has connections to like um, Scarlett Johansson's husband and yeah. kind of Scarlett Johansson. So it's like, no one who's not directly related to the main two characters has any character whatsoever. Yeah. And everyone who is not the main two characters is light on the character side. So that's just, I, you know, my thoughts on it. I'm not anyone here who could say whether it's right or wrong, but. I'll just we'll just present you the facts in a non-biased way. That's what we do here sometimes. Yeah, that's just my rant on that. I had my rant this week. That's fair. Tyler had a rant. Wow, look at that's that. The first time ever. Oh my god, I have no rants and Tyler has one. I like these movies, so I I, I think they're perfectly fun. I I am so glad that I didn't hate them because I was really like when it. When I'm I was glad. Like, yeah, I'm glad you didn't hate them either. Yeah, when it came to you, where like you were like going to switch them to cat from from cats to this, I was like, I don't fucking want to watch Clerks. God, I don't want to watch Clerks. I don't want to watch these movies right now. I'm just is not where I mentally am at. You know, I still I don't know. I still don't know why you were so down. I don't on know. Clerks, and, Clerks in particular, I thought I was gonna hate. I was, I was like finger over the one star. Like even my first couple notes, 
I just wrote like this is the worst animation I've ever had to see. For oh, the, I completely logo. forgot that that was his logo. I yeah. I'm sure he changed it now. I didn't realize. Yeah. I forgot that that was the opening logo. I was Chris ready. Was just ready to hate the. Movie. I was ready to hate this film. I was a hundred percent like I had already set myself in that way. My mind was set. I was like, I'm gonna hate this movie. I'm just gonna have to fucking sit through it. And then he started talking about the thirty six dicks, and I I could I fucking died. I was laughing. I was having such a good time. Um, and lost in translation. Uh, I also, I, I very, I can appreciate very much what the intention more than how it affected me personally. I can appreciate the intention mm-hmm. dazed and confused. I'm just very neutral on, you know, I'm just right. Just, just, I got no real feelings towards it, but I also don't hate it. You know, ironically, mm-hmm. I would say I hated space jam more, much more than all three of these movies. I mean, space jam is a worse movie than all, all three of these. So, oh, wow. Okay. I thought that was going to be a hot take. I'm not gonna you really want to compare Space Jam to these three movies. I mean, even Dazed and Confused, I, I thought maybe I thought, okay. Well, hey, no, I'll take a win. I'll t- I'll take an unproblematic win today. <laughs> Speaking of unproblematic, I want it to be said that Tyler's actually losing the Twitter poll right now. Uh Which that one? we had from the who who's worse, uh, me or you. Isn't it who won? Who won? I'm sorry, who won? You are actually losing that Twitter poll right now. Tatati. Yeah, but I, that's not important. You're losing the Twitter poll. Well, who's second? Does it I'm sorry. Second who's, is who cares who's about who's, who's last? Who, who's who, last? Who's last? I'm okay being last. I don't care. Oh, if okay, I, you're at least no, no, no. Uh, I don't care if I lose. I bronze. just don't want Tyler Silver to win. Better than bronze. Tyler, no one remembers second place. Nobody remembers bronze. That Tyler. That you know is what? true. Nobody ever remembers third place. No people one also remembers remember, second place. You think people remember second place? Yeah. More than bronze. No one remembers second place. The thing about bronze is that you're never too close to victory. Second place, you always yeah, gotta I, live I with know, the what if. Uh, yeah, I I know the the what the what is it the saying that um second place is the first loser, third is just glad you won. Yeah, that's I'm not just really glad true. I showed up. I'm happy. I'm happy. To, I'm happy to be invited. Here, it depends on what game you're playing. <laughs> uh, well, the, in the in the game of Twitter polls, you because you can get knocked out. Like third place is technically like, I mean, last place is technically the first loser, depending on what you're playing. Yeah, I guess. But it doesn't ever hit as hard as being second. Getting second it, place in anything is always the fucking worst feeling that is in true. the world. Yeah, because if you go if you're in between third and fourth, you're like, oh, at least I placed. And second yeah. is like, oh shit, I didn't win. It's like you were this close, right? Like yeah, th- yeah third and fourth is like I placed. I'm I'm happy to be around. You know, I think I have literally no I have yeah, I think I have no votes for me whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I'm at zero percent and I don't care because Tyler's losing by a Whopping thirty four percent. Be honest, I just voted for Tati. <laughs> oh, you bastard! I voted for Tati too. You bastard! You I have knew, a burner. I knew what to do, Tyler. I knew to hedge my bets. <laughs> I don't. I didn't care if I lost. I just wanted you to lose too. Like I'm like Hux in the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's me right now, Tyler. Uh, oh God! Any other thoughts for this movie? Though? Uh, Kevin Shields from My Bloody Valentine did the soundtrack. Oh. And it's really good, especially I, I love when he put when uh, sometime by my Billy Valentine played during the movie. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, his whole thing is just creating this. Uh, kind of melancholic. Like, woo, woo, yeah, melancholic, like woozy sound that you kind of lost in like a dreamy. Like, it's like a dreamscape. Yeah. basically, And that's, that's exactly actually- what Tokyo at night is. That's actually a fantastic way to describe it. I didn't I couldn't I didn't have the words for it, but I think that's an excellent description. Yep. Listen to Loveless if you have not. Uh yeah. It's yeah. I, I think I'm I think this movie's gonna be one that ages well in my head, you know. 
because I, again, I, I've, I've said this before. I like to sit on these movies for a few days. Scheduling was a bit tight this week. I literally saw two of them this morning. Yep. Um, well, one of them this morning and one of them like uh, like 20 minutes before we got on. So these movies haven't had the chance to sit with me. It's possible they might even get an honorable mention when we do our yearly wrap up this year. Uh, you know, for movies that have my opinions, our opinions have changed on. We'll see. But I think I think this is a this is a good one. This is a good one. Anything else on this? I'm all good. Mm-hmm. Faison? I'm all good. Tyler, you're good then? Yep. So in that one case, more break. one last commercial break. I don't know who is going to reel us back in from this one, but I'll let you guys fight amongst yourselves. Go. If you have the time, don't forget to check out the Bite Size Review podcast. There, I review TV shows and movies so that you don't have to. Your time is precious and you don't have time to waste it. So each week, I'll review a TV show or a movie and give you a bite size review. See you there. Uh, I don't know. I didn't have anything, Tyler. See, it's not that easy if you didn't plan it out, is it? Shang Chi's coming up. You still have for that? Uh, I like the abominations design. Yeah, I do, I I don't think it's as an upgrade as people make it out to be. It's I think it's really a just... I think it's a huge upgrade personally. It's much more comic book. Accurate. You think it's that much of a jump? I do. I think the ears are a huge difference. I think that was the big issue because I think that the original Abominations designed, he had this tiny head, right? And this really big body and the head kind of protrudes outwards with this long spine, but with nothing around the head to fill it out. It just so like feels, a small head. On it just, a- yeah. It just feels like a little, like a little fucking like pinhead on top of the sky, right? With the ears and looks like they shorten the neck a, while, a fair amount as well. It brings the head down and makes it all feel a little bit more grounded. Mm-hmm. So I really, I personally love the redesign quite a lot. I, I mean, um, I like it. It is an upgrade, but I'm not, yeah. I don't think it's like, a, oh, first one was the abomination to abomination. And then it jumps to this. I I do hate the first one quite a lot. I thought the first design looks like garbage. I stand by that. I think this is, I think I, I it's not like, oh my God. Wow. But it's like, oh, wow. This is a great, this is a great change. I'm glad that they, they actually decided to bring this Hulk villain back and make him look good now. Mm. Um, I wonder how they're going to really explain anything about where he's been i know that agents of shield like apparently mentions him at some point does any of you count i keep hearing we don't we don't uh, there's a multiverse now but it's the things in that show it's canon somewhere in the multiverse uh it's gonna get assuming it's an infinite multiverse well you know let's just make uh, we gotta make that distinction these days true um like dcs yeah I, i as for the movie itself for Shang-Chi, I'll just mention this because we're going to be seeing it in a few weeks. I have no feelings towards it. Truly. I have. I really haven't watched the trailer as well, so that's probably part of, part of it. But um, I kind of feel similarly as how I felt with like Black Widow and kind of how I feel with the Eternals as well. Well, Eternals I'm more hyped for. I'm not that hyped for Eternals personally. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm indifferent for Eternals and I was indifferent for, for Black Widow and I'm kind of indifferent for this one. Like I'll watch it. I mean, but, uh, I'm, I'm, more, I'm, more, I'm more interested in like Doctor Strange and Spider-Man at this point. And even Doctor well, I mean, Strange, yes, yes, I'm not interested in the character because I don't like I, him in this. Very I'm much. more interested for Strange too, And yes, yeah, Spider-Man. But I mean, like I'm interested in Eternals because uh, Chloe Zhao, the, the director who just won Best Picture, is doing yeah. that. And I want to yeah. see if, they let, if Marvel lets her do uh, her thing. So, probably. Uh, I did not, not like don't. Nomadland very much personally. Well, you didn't like it, but you liked yeah. the directing. I, I think the direction was solid. I didn't like, I mean, but a director has a lot more to do than just the filming. You know what I mean? A director is, is kind of seeped into every aspect of the film. Right. So but I'm you, still a little bit, I'm lukewarm because I was lukewarm on Nomadland. Yeah, and but you're I lukewarm also, on, on, because of the narrative, weren't you? 
Yeah, yeah. Again, I, I was. You're, you're correct. But I mean, a director is usually heavily involved in the narrative. You know? Right, right. Like they, they, they have to take the blame for a bad script because they are very heavily involved in vetting the script. Is she so, doing the script too? I don't know for sure. Uh, I, I, even if they're not directly accredited, though, they almost always get their hands in it. It's not yeah. like they're handed. They don't tend to really just be handed a raw script and be like, you need to film this exactly. They're allowed to influence it. You know what but I mean? I'm, I'm sure it's only to a certain amount. Yeah, we'll see. We'll truly see, especially with a corporation like Disney kind of pulling the shots on this one. Because yeah, kind of like, like you were saying, that's why I'm interested. If I don't tr I don't really trust Disney to let her completely get a hang of it, especially after watching the MCU shows, which we talked about on a previous episode, if you guys want to check that out. Um, after watching that and seeing, you can kind of really see where corporate came into play yep. and being like, we need you to set this up and we want we want big bad villain here. Make it make it very MC. You know, you can see where they, they said to hold back on certain places in all three shows. Um, to certain degrees of effect, right? I think Loki ended up with the most degrees of freedom while still doing what they needed it to be done. Um, and Eternals, maybe they'll give her the freedom just because of the name, you know, because she did win Best Picture. And director, yeah. And director. But it's like, I don't, I don't really trust them not to like play around with it too much because we're going to end up seeing these Eternal characters in other projects eventually, you know? Like we're gonna see like Black Knight in an Avengers movie at some point down the line, I, you know. So these type of things are, are gonna, gonna be in that. Yeah. So I don't really trust it. But either way, that's not important now. We'll we'll do we'll should we'll talk about these movies when we get to them. What's important now is we do our rankings, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm gonna start us off with a number three. Days and confused. Days and confused. I'm I'm torn. I think I'm gonna go with. Days, because the more I think about Lost in Translation, the more I like it. I'm like, I, I liked it already, but like, the, I like it more compared to Days Confused. So, okay. yeah, Days Third. Days Third. And number two? It's going to be a Samless, isn't it? Probably. Lost in Translation. Yep. Yeah, yeah Lost in Translation. I wow. think God. It, it's, it's not... tough, I think, between the two for me. <laughs> it, uh... I think it, like, it's so hard. It, I liked all these movies. And Lost in Translation is very good at what it does. Uh, Clerks is also very good at what it does, too. Yeah. And if you are in retail or work with asshole customers, very relatable because half the customers fucking suck. So Customers are the fucking yeah. worse. Customers are the goddamn worse. Uh, I, I think for me, Clerk, I just I just had a distinctly good time with it. You know, yeah. it was a very, very enjoyable experience, which is why for my number one, Clerks. 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 Clerks, ladies and gentlemen. It is nice to get back to our roots, to all be on the same page. You know? I mean, this was probably the most enjoyable movie out of the three. Yeah. It definitely is. I mean, Lost in Translation is a deeper movie, so. Yeah, it's it's good, but it's definitely not fun. And I think if it doesn't hit you with the right emotional beats, it's going to fall a bit flat, like it did for me. Yeah. Oh, uh, what do you think she said to him at the end? Uh... Because like we didn't talk about the ending. It's like the ending is basically they spent their time together. Bob's about to go home. And they make and, out. And then they meet each other. Like he sees her on the street again. And he goes out, basically says another goodbye. They kiss. And he whispers something into her ear. We don't hear it. And then that's the end of the movie. I think it was just something like you're going to make it type positive. You know what I mean? Do what's right for you. Some, yeah. some like some uplifting type message to keep her going. Yeah, probably something like that. That's the vibe I got from it, at least. Yeah, that's what I was assuming, too. I did see that apparently that's one of the most asked questions on IMDb. Apparently it's one of the FAQs. That makes sense. Yeah. 
another one of the FAQs is did they fuck? So yeah, people wanted to know that. People wanted to know if she was pregnant. I don't know where that one came from. Really? That's uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. That one wasn't on IMDb, but I like came up on Google when I was looking up like what she said at the end. It's like, is she pregnant? I'm like, I don't think. That I a- think that's something he wh- people he are whispered, stretching. Like, he whispered into her ears, "Name him Bill," and then. He went away and like, never to she be seen found again. out within like two days that <laughs> no, no, no. I'm pregnant. Yeah, she probably really stick the morning. No, nah, he just whispered, you should probably get tested. And then bounced. <laughs> <laughs> I'm legally obliged to warn you. I have herpes. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, he might. I mean, he might. Yeah, he just got with uh, that random chick. Yeah. Yeah, he cheats on his wife at the end of the movie. Wait, it's the, the divorce, aren't they? Are they? Isn't that what the first thing said? The first note? I don't think so. I don't think they were divorced. I don't. I don't. I'm pretty sure they weren't. Well, then why would he? She say to just stay there. That's not something you say to like. I think she was just pissed at him for not being home. Well, now I'm looking at stuff. I could have sworn. Yeah, look it up. I'm pretty sure they're not divorced. Can we get a fact checker on aisle three, please? Oh, suffering from strains. Oh, it's just strained relation. It's not divorce. It's just strained. I'm gonna say this isn't gonna make it any easier, Bill. This is not gonna make your life any easier. God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Again, I think if it doesn't hit the right emotional moments, I don't think it's going to be as good for some people. Yep. But personally, I also do think it's a good movie. And that, ladies and gentlemen, that's the binge. Thank you so much for watching this. I think it was a relatively short episode this week. It felt short. Yeah, yeah definitely like an hour hours. Yeah, yeah. I think you for a relatively, relatively being a keyword short episode of meandering nothingness. That went absolutely nothing, nowhere. Tyler, do the thing. Do, do the thing, Tyler. Follow us on 321 Binge. Let us know which one of these movies you like the most. Uh, tell us, what do you think that uh, Bill Murray's character said at the end of the movie? See if it's Should funny. we have done Cats this week for our Canadian viewer? Uh, yeah, the two <laughs> viewers in Canada. Let's see what you think. <laughs> we have, uh, uh, yeah, check we have... out those commercials from Bite Size Movie Reviews, Film Optics, or Fandom Power. Uh, see what they got going on. Uh, Apology is... Uh, Still making music. I think he has something planned when he's not UFC fighting. So let's do that. UFC fights? Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. Wow. That's, yep. That's something. Okay. Uh, what else we got? Uh, review, review, rate, share. Yeah, us. leave a review. Hey, especially, you know what? We're gonna we're, we're gonna do we're gonna do every every episode. We're gonna name a country, and if you're from that country, you gotta leave a review. Viewers in Spain, you uh, legally are obligated to leave us a review. Oh, definitely what? Not, I'm not using our analytics to figure out which country would be optimal for me to make this decision to. Viewers in Spain, leave a review. That's right. I'm talking to you. Yes, you. Yeah, I'm not the other guy. You right there. You are supposed to leave us a review today. Um, uh, otherwise, uh, nothing's uh, gonna happen. Otherwise, absolutely nothing fucking happens. Nothing will I'm happen. Not your, I'm not your goddamn mom. What am nothing I will happen. You know why? Because this podcast was about movies with no plot. So. Yep. There you go. Join us next week in which we're, what are we talking? We're talking, oh, okay. As we go to the land of the rising sun and talk about anime movies, probably. Looks like we have anime movies scheduled. Anime, <laughs> yes, 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 we do. <laughs> how, how great to tie it into Lost in Translation. This was intended. Sure. Intended. Have a nice, have a nice night or whatever. Get the fuck out of here. Have a good one. Bye.